Welcome to Reactivators, a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Reactivators is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. Remember to hashtag Reactivators with all your comments, questions, and concerns. Hit us up on the Twitter. We love it. We love to hear it. Haven't gotten one yet. Got one from Connor McCabe, but he kind of has to listen, so it doesn't really count. But go ahead and hashtag us. Oh, you know me. I'm your host, Mr. Triple A, the God King, the Indiegogo getter relevant today. It's Nick Funko Stanza. And joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnub. Yeah. Wait, wait. Um, I think you want the hashtag too much. And this is why I think nobody does the hashtag. That's what you said before about emails. Yeah. And how many of those have we gotten? One. Great. Uh, come on, talk to us. We love our listeners, not fans. Our listeners, yeah, we love them. Uh, maybe Tyler House Games. Um, you know, they're not as good as they have been. Yeah, it's been the answer for a stretch now. There's yeah. nothing you're playing that's interesting you. I I'm doing Animal Crossing all the time because that's the one thing that feels like a an escape again oh. um and and i tried to play scott pilgrim that that game mm-hmm. um hard yeah it is it's 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 unnecessarily hard for a beat-em-up game like that and i yeah. do like beat-em-ups and i was like i don't even want to do this i tried to play it on stream with my friend patrick susmulch and we could not figure out what to do i guess we were skipping all the power-ups and upgrades that actually help you progress but it was tough I, I I play I've been playing Monkey Ball too. I like I've been playing mini games. So oh, perhaps a future episode that game makes. Yeah, I guess perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Little tease. Um, speaking of the tease, no, not a vegan tease. That's my guess. No, run that play. back, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we have a fantastic guest today. Here she is, our hello friend and improviser, Meredith Dillon. Welcome to the show. Hello. hello Welcome hello. back to the show, I should say. I, I guess I'm a tease in that I like to tease people. Yeah. So that makes me a tease in that sense. That's I do. Yeah. I you know what? Nobody really is. Uh, Nick seems to think I'm aggressive and, you know, all these different <laughs> things, but. And passive. Just teasing, huh? <laughs> aggressive and passive and passive full spectrum you know if i was just straightforward uh it would it would be a whole thing correct probably not (laughs) um we're fine (laughs) meredith nobody needs to change the amount of anything they say or do (laughs) no meredith how's games yeah, I've been gaming a little more in the past uh, few months. I took quite a long break, um, so games is good. Um, I, too, am playing a lot of Animal Crossing with the new DLC. It truly is like a new game. It's giving much more like The Sims, and there's like new stuff to work forward to and unlock. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, I wonder how many island homes I have or like whatever vacation homes I have to do to get the thing where you can redecorate your villages, your villagers' 
homes on your island because mm-hmm. i'm like in love with my starter villagers but their houses are so ugly i want to die so they're but ugly i, I have the yeah. same problem i think we talked Literally, about it but fucking ugly but i can't mm-hmm. i cannot get rid of them i love them too much so yeah hoping i can unlock that soon so yeah long and short of it is games are uh game, games are all right i'm definitely longing for something new mm-hmm. um my brother, again, in the grand tradition of me being on this podcast, is getting me a mysterious video game for Christmas. Ooh. I don't know what it is. He said that it is uh, like two player and that it, it's not an indie game. It comes from like a major game house, but it's for the Switch. Again, if you think you have a guest, don't tell me. I want right. to surprise. Um, but yeah, I also, Which, uh, w- sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just. I- was this a game that you received on a previous Christmas from your brother? Undertale is the game that I received last year. Oh. Christmas. And wow. I talked to you guys about it and I was like, he's getting me this game. He said it's like an indie darling and it's like fun and kind of funny. And Nick, you, I think you both knew what it was, but I asked you not to tell me. That's right. I do remember this now. Well, hey, on the theme of years and new, this is our second New Year's episode with you back. Oh, isn't it exciting? You can feel it. I love it. it. I'm 20... so honored. Please. When you guys asked me to to do this again, we're like, we want you to be like our New Year's guest. I literally was like, me? <laughs> yeah. I heard you crying through the text thread. <laughs> yeah, I got I got tears in my phone and they shot out of Nick's phone right into his eyes. So hopefully I didn't get him sick with anything because that's not sanitary. They're still in there. Um, well, this is our second uh, New Year's Eve show with you. So I just want to do a quick chat about resolutions. What are we hoping for out of 2022? In the gaming world and podcasting, I'll say, I believe I said I wanted a Sonic episode. And we got it, baby. Last week, we did it. It wasn't forced at all. We didn't choose the game for our <laughs> guest. It was great. And it was a lot of fun. And it still counts, even though we didn't really go into the reactivator. When... It still counts. Okay. Our holiday um, special. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm trying to g- gauge the timeline of things. Anyways. Uh, um, my New Year's rest. Yeah, my New Year's resolution for 2021 was to get a middle part and <gasps> would you look at that my 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 colleague really did not want it to happen and she still kind of fights me on it on the i daily. did think you i thought you just said colic like you were too. a little baby little baby no my my co- can i um can, t- can i tell you guys something embarrassing yeah um, in my mind i cannot remember every time i go to say cowlick i'm like that surely that can't be what it's called and so i do often say colic instead of cowlick mm. So I did say colic. I did say colic. I'm not a baby. I don't have croup, but I do have a middle part and I do have a weird thing in my hair that did not want it to happen. But when you know it, I succeeded. Great. Not surprised Tyler zeroed in on the baby terminology, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Hey, I can't be getting all these babies sick with my non-existent colic. No, please. Especially not right now. Um, Tyler, what's your resolution? Well, I guess to be less passive. <laughs> oh, Are you starting that next year? <laughs> what? You know, you can get a head start on your resolutions. This Me- is coming out on the 30th. Oh, I I just learned I was doing it. 
brand new information uh, mm-hmm. um my friend darth vader once said my friend <laughs> yeah i play battlefront the video game and he's in it and he he works for me that's what it's called right when you have a controller and there's like a little guy and you're making a move he's working for you sorry you my only yeah. the boss <laughs> He's yeah. employed, but you don't pay him, but it's he's okay with it, you're pretty sure. It's like definitely the Gerard... not any labor boundaries being crossed. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like the Gerard Butler movie Gamer, if anybody's seen that, by the Crank directors, where Gerard Butler is a prisoner, and Logan Lerman <laughs> plays him with a video game controller, and he kills <laughs> other prisoners. You are making this up. It is you real. You are making this up. <laughs> I'm dying. It no, that's not real. And it is not good. <laughs> I saw I saw Logan Lerman one time outside of Kismet. I was there with my parents and my boyfriend, and we saw him outside of Kismet, like waiting for a table, and he was with some girl, and they were just full on like tonsil hockey on the sidewalk in front of this restaurant. Kismet. And I I like noticed that he was like who he was, and I like whispered to my parents, and they were like, Oh, well, I don't really know who that is, but he's gross. <laughs> Mm. Crowd. Oh, because he. <laughs> yeah, because he was tonguing some up. chick on the sidewalk. My parents were like, "Jeez, get a room." I do deliver uh, bread there. They, uh, I love everything from Kismet. It's a very delicious restaurant. Try it out good. if you live. The there. name is Kismet. What did you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's listen. It's not called stand respectfully if you feel part on the sidewalk, Matt. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. That'd be too long a title. My New Year's resolution long? is um it's uh you know what it is really it's to explore my creativity more this year i've been the company man i've been working i've been towing the line but you know what maybe you could say i've been doing the bare minimum that's not gonna be me anymore I'm going to step up to the plate. I'm going to handle responsibilities and I'm going to do more at the same time. I don't want to just focus solely on my regular tasks, you know, to, to be specific with this, I pretty much stopped writing all year. Um, and I want to do, I want to do some more writing. I want to, I want to write my first feature. I want to host, um, perhaps a Patreon podcast that's in the works. In fact, it's about movies that are, based on video games or maybe movies about video games because i want to talk about gamer on there okay i was gonna say sounds like you've been doing some research <laughs> uh meredith if you want a spot on the gamer up <laughs> i would love to there is nothing more i would love than to watch that film with a deeply critical eye <laughs> please uh and yeah that's it it's gonna be a good year everything's yeah gonna be great for everybody i want to do some more writing this year too surely and what what could possibly go wrong we've had a great couple of years here on this earth i'm sure this next one is gonna be equally awesome heck Um, yeah (laughs) yeah i definitely want to do some more writing this year um just make more of my time i have a lot of free time i'm like very fortunate to have a job where i have a lot of free time and i still you know make good pay so you just want to make use of it and not just be a little gremlin who exists only to do dishes and watch ink master so <laughs> wow good pay what's that like 
it honestly I don't know how I don't know I don't know what I did in a past life to just I don't know if I like lifted a truck off a dying child in a past life or something but it must have been pretty fucking good to get the setup I've got right now shout out to my boss you are notably a good guy wow. shout out huh what Tyler's sighing oh nothing oh now he's fishing <laughs> I was trying to be more passive. Oh, <laughs> it was it, it succeeded. It was yeah, you were so my... passive. Yeah, so passive. Neither of us could pick up on what you were trying to convey. Yeah, I think it's my eyes are sleepy, and so they're hard. It's mm. hard to. Usually, I'd play it up a little more. Well, I'll tell you what'll wake you up. It's time for our next segment, a new segment. It's time for pinball hero. He's a pin. Ball hero got balls in his eyes. Balls in his eyes. Play pinball tonight. <laughs> so this is a new segment. <laughs> you practice that? <laughs> Are you kidding? I'll that tell you why. Flawless. One take. Everybody listening. One take. <laughs> <laughs> so this segment is inspired because I've been staying at my family's home in. Uh, Washington State and I went to visit an old friend from high school Kirsten uh, we went to Georgetown Tyler are you familiar with Georgetown yeah I've been there uh, south of Seattle a little bit technically Seattle doesn't matter we went to a place called uh, Jules May Saloon I had a fried chicken and waffle sandwich that be hitting and then Kirsten who I hadn't talked to in a long time very impressed by her she has a uh, job that pays money like Meredith's job pays money um, instead of uh, UCB class credit. And uh, the thing that surprised me the most was that she has developed a, a fascination with pinball. And apparently there's a Georgetown pinball scene, this like couple block stretch in Seattle. Every bar has pinball in it. We walked into one place. There was a tournament going on. <laughs> on a yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> um, no way. Yeah. So it was awesome. And she was bummed out. She, we couldn't play some of her favorite machines, but we went to this other place. I think it was called the tavern. And uh, she just taught in me Georgetown. Play... Mm-hmm. Go on. You know Tyler's <laughs> okay. nodding. He knows it. <laughs> um, Passively. He's letting you know that he knows it. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll play. uh the uh um so we walked over and she had a couple machines there and she basically taught me how to play the game i played pinball forever or at least i thought i was playing pinball but i didn't really understand it and so i i have a better idea of the mechanics now basically don't look at the flashing lights (laughs) Um, it's kind of like a lottery machine that's how it sucks you in you want to see the things happen but if you actually want to do good at the game you have to be very single-minded on looking at where the ball is gonna hit the bumpers okay I I think that that also uh, boils down to what you're looking to experience out of a game of pinball I myself I'm there for lights and colors a la baby Tyler yeah I do Um, like those too yeah I love a good light and color Uh, it's almost good as the little dancing peas you know that, that baby video that people yes. show their babies? It's like oh. a little dance in peace. I don't know <laughs> Anybody with babies out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I have like cousins who have babies and stuff. And they, yeah, their babies are mad. And then they put on these dancing peas and those babies are happy. 
Happy babies. Okay. No, it's literally like these like baby sensory videos on YouTube. Where, and they have other ones and it's all just like a little like blueberry or like literally like a little green English pea and they have like a little cartoon face and they just kind of like slowly bounce and maybe spin as they go across the screen and the background is black and it's just like this very kind of like calm rhythmic music that plays and babies are just like hypnotized by it. That, wow. that rocks. Hey, yeah. I'd love to go to sleep to that. Uh, same. Hard same. Hard same. <laughs> White well, noise machine, give me the dancing peas. Mm-hmm, give me those dancing peas. <laughs> uh, my big achievement of the night was that I wanted to get the multi ball, which is when you trigger the right set of. What events. machine were you doing again? So I was playing on the Metallica machine Ugh. and I missed it the first time. And you have to play uh, t- along to the song Battery to charge up an electrocute guy wow, i'm gonna that's say unfortunate. i'm not i'm not already the biggest metallic fan i like i like the hits uh maybe i could be convinced if you hashtag reactivators on twitter but um <laughs> any metallica <laughs> stands who are out there listening give Nick a good reason to back your band who also like improvised comedy and video games <laughs> um i guess the video oh, game part's believable why but battery not a great song and it, and it plays but it was fine because i was having a great time but i missed it we went to uh the congo machine the horrible michael crichton movie we did um That's game a of classic thrones machine. really yes I, I really liked it actually but i was like why is this a thing these licensed properties uh we did deadpool 2 not great and besides the fact that you know it's a newer so- machine uh, yeah it is a newer machine and they've actually apparently spaced out the bumper so there's more room for the ball to go between them which is the worst feeling ever but i ended on a high note on my last game i got the multi-ball in metallica and it was great Woo! so thank you so much it's a personal okay. achievement the Looking acdc machine much better i'll say that mm. if you ever find one of those acdc uh much better band much better pinball machine oh, kiss tape. much worse band Mm. but much better pinball machine. Uh-oh. And let me Dang. tell you something, uh, oh, Junior. Um, back when I was in Seattle, and it's not surprising to me that they still have a huge pinball scene out there. It was, all, it was always, it's always been big. They've got a lot of machines everywhere. There used to be a, a person who passed out zines that was a pinball zine that I would get all the time. Same guy who did Chicken with a Penis, classic uh, Seattle zine. Uh, the just chicken cart. You know, it's about. about a I might not chicken. be wow. clear on what a zine is. A zine, it's like, no, you explain it better. I'm sure because no, my, it's my like, zine experience is very limited to like high school. Sure, it's like a DIY. Uh, it's like a DIY mag almost. Like it's like it's just like a, it's like a DIY pamphlet. It's it depends. It's oh, like wow. it's it's just a DIY thing. A zine. It's a fanzine for pinball or whatever topic it is or cartoons or poetry or whatever it is yeah um but yeah there used to be i think i still have some some i i, I collect i i used to collect zines maybe tyler was big in the zine scene back in the day i was there used to be a zine library uh at the anarchist wow. bookstore um in, wow. in um in seattle back in the Sounds day like a lean mean zine scene there were yeah, there were just straight up just zine stores. There were it was like little tiny places. They were cool. There was, it used to be in Capitol Hill, that has since gone down. 
Um, so yeah, listen, Junior, don't, don't uh, uh, Junior is collectively me and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anybody listening who might be younger than Tyler, which is to say, younger than a baby. Younger than a baby. Yeah, hard to beat. Uh, Any zygotes out there? Listen up. That's right. <laughs> Um, and I, they are real people. <laughs> We're all in agreement. <laughs> yeah. I so I used to play a lot of pinball because that was that was they were at every bar. They were at a lot of there. They were at Shorty's in Seattle downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big spot. They so I played a lot. Uh, they had it at when I worked at a bar called the Highline, which was a vegan metal bar. I think it's still there. It was this was pre when it was good food. Um, any battle, that anybody in need of uh, anybody in need of Seattle Rex hashtag at reactivators on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Meredith. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You won't be hearing that from me. And uh, uh, the the sadly, it's like the most embarrassing thing is that the 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 pinball machine that I've had the best scores at have been the Family Guy machine. Um, oh, I kind of like the Family Guy one. Th- this is this is what sucks is that it's a good machine. It's, yeah, it's it, the references suck. It's it's I what I got to deal with with uh, 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 a what the deuce all the time. Um, I gotta <laughs> I you know I I gotta hear th- about this vile woman this baby keeps talking about. Um, <laughs> it seems like there's some kind of like unwritten rule where it's like the worse the property, the better the pinball machine. Yeah, sometimes that's the case. This is uh, goes the, pretty bad. Minus the, the Simpsons <laughs> pinball machine. That one's that okay. one's a really me- well-made one. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to be honest. I was even playing Game of Thrones and like everyone else turned on that show at the end. And I was thinking, this is pretty neat. It's like I get to make up my own story. And no matter what I write, it's going to be better. That's a really yeah. well-made one as well. I, yeah. You know what? I actually know the showrunner of Game of Thrones. And when it got into the last season, he called me and he said, Meredith, I'm so worried that our pinball machine is going to suck. What do I do? And I said, there's only one answer. You got to tank the show. You got to tank the show to have a good PB machine. Wow. wow. You said it, that? I did say that. And I didn't think he was going to take me seriously, but he did. And I don't even know if the showrunner of Game of Thrones is a man, but I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it is. He's one of two men, but we know which one you're talking about. Uh, yeah, classic that guy. Oh wow. my gosh! Hey, can I just say, on behalf of the peen ball community, peen ball, <laughs> on behalf of the ball peen hammer community, <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> yeah, you're so welcome. <laughs> yeah, that one was cool. There's a little castle, like almost a quarter of the map has yeah. a castle that you you go up into and play a little game up there yeah those are always the best like the mini ones inside of it i love those ones i think those are does anybody in the pinball scene ever call pinball pb um i said it in the first place we went to and i I got thrown out you got beat up and thrown out yeah okay yeah i wasn't gonna bring up that i got beat up Well, you just look busted as fuck right now. So I thought that must be the only explanation. You look fucking busted, Junior. (laughs) I mean, Uncle June. (laughs) Junior over here is looking pretty busted, too. So we're in that car together, babe. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You got to be specific which one of us you're talking to. Oh, yeah. I guess I meant the guest. (laughs) 
I I am for those uh, not privy to this. I am wearing a, a sweatshirt where the neck is so stretched out. It's like, how is it not ripped in half by this point? So not exactly Sunday finest this evening. Uh, yeah, well, it is Monday. <laughs> so this is actually my Monday finest. So that's why. <laughs> uh, and that concludes a very successful pinball hero. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know, I knew that fucking much about pinball, did you? Wow, Open the can of <laughs> Ooh, is my Dharma in here? <laughs> I have slowly started impersonating everyone on that team. The Cameron impersonation? Oh, yeah. uh, no, I was completely out of hand. Oh, that was a good my. Even that was a good I my. hear it. Yeah, Mike. What is Mike this? Ca- what my- is this? <laughs> Cameron's always like, well, you know, and sometimes it's just that way. I like that. That's, <laughs> oh, that's good. good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Tyler, you got anything tonight? Yeah. Well, you know, since it happened last week, I guess we got to keep it going um, because, after all, it is winter time. Ching, 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 ching. Bells, bells. Ching, 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 ching. Ah. Uh, Thank you for the cocoa, Midna. Ching, 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 ching. Who's that on the roof? Oh. Is that scent? No, it's Dewey from Dewey's Adventure. Oh, Merry Winter, Tyler. Thank you, Dewey. Welcome to Winter Time. Um, <laughs> Meredith, it looks like you're in pain. Something wrong? I'm trying so hard. I was trying so hard not to like scream, laugh over you. <laughs> A little bit, but it was so funny. A little bit. I think that's the intro. (laughs) You guys watching your friend talk to themselves in two different voices (laughs) is so funny. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead with your segment. I didn't. Okay, thank you. Well, put on. You know, uh, sip on that hot cocoa. It's winter. The winter time is here. Where uh, it's the. This is the segment that is based on the nintendo wii and it is in the winter months uh meredith you you ever played the wii yeah i did play the wii when it first came out um my brother and i had the wii and we had wii sports and i think i even had fucking wii fit or at some point or one of my i think we had it and i stepped on the little thing and it told me i was obese and i was like i'm 12 can you lay off yeah, um, yeah, I remember that the first time I got that. Yeah, yeah, tough, a, a tough, a tough reminder. It's like, yeah, I get it. I have to shop at the Husky section. We, I know it's not news to me. <laughs> so, despite um, the fact that yeah. it called the we called you fat, you do you think it's ridiculous <laughs> that it's not as popular as it used to be? Because I do. We we sports was so fucking fun. I loved yeah. we sports. Like me too. we, me, okay. So me and Will actually have a we in the closet that we don't play that his mom's what? ex-girlfriend. Wow. I know. In the closet. Have, in the closet. We got this. We, I guess we should just fuck it up and just fucking set it up. Why the fuck not? We're like, we wheel. <laughs> we, oh, Nick, my, my boyfriend. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of want to like plug it in and just make a bunch of like insane memes. Cause that was always like the, fa- the funnest. Yeah. Part yeah absolutely is isn't the wii so fun it literally is fun i loved it i love that you could plug game gamecube controllers into it i loved that it would oh, play gamecube games oh that was always really nice yeah 
And then I'm trying to think what other games for the Wii we really had that we played a lot. Oh, WarioWare. Yes. Love yeah. WarioWare. And then my brother and I actually got the mobile. Get like, touched the... or something. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like touch yourself or like something crazy <laughs> like that. That um... may have been for the DS, but. Uh... <laughs> no, we, we, and we both had a DS and we got the, the DS version of it and we would play that together all the time. Isn't WarioWare so nice? They have a new WarioWare for the Wii, or not Wii? I did, I did say Wii. Um, I, I mean uh, Switch. Oh, okay. I literally would love to. Or like Switch. Nick, <laughs> shut up! Nick, I'm about to take you back to that bar so you can beat up again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the Wii. We have this one in our closet that I guess Will was like, I want to try to sell it or something. And I was like, at what? this point, honestly, you bring it back up. I think we should just keep the thing. Yeah, I say keep it. Yeah, uh, why not? Oh, Meredith, tell me something important. What's up? In honor of winter time, <laughs> I want you to grab that we out of the closet right now. I literally to- will. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, uh, viewers, please give me a 20-minute break while I dust this off and plug it into my TV. I want you to plug it in. <laughs> I want me right now. <laughs> the the red, yellow, and white cords going into the back of whatever TV you got. Oh yeah. Uh, pre-HDMI. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I uh I think I have my original Wii somewhere. I definitely have my Wii U, their follow-up console, which was pretty much the same thing thing but it had the tablet that sort of was right. the basis for the switch um one of these days i'm gonna plug it in i got some games and also i my the way my wii u journey went i bought the special wind waker version so it's got the black pad with zelda imagery on Tight. the outside then for my extra controllers i bought <clears throat> the mario red and blue one the luigi green and blue one and the pink uh the peach pink and white one oh, got yeah. the cases for them i looked at it like, this is my Set. I got my Wii U ready for friends, and then I was over it. <laughs> like, um, the next day, right? <laughs> I did what I wanted to achieve. <laughs> uh, Nick, yes, I know you think you're helping, but bringing up the Wii U, an actual failed system during winter time, not in the spirit of winter time. Shut up, dude. Okay, so much for passivity. Okay. Yeah, now we're back to straight aggressive. <laughs> straight aggression. up aggression. <laughs> well, now I'm yelling. You got me yelling now. Uh-oh. Oh uh-oh. my gosh. Hey, my I'm gonna go to after this, I'm gonna go in the closet. I'm gonna tell my little dusty wee that people got really heated over it today and that it hasn't mm-hmm. been forgotten and that it's still very much wanted and loved. And tell it it's it's winter time and ask if that's a pretty good name. <laughs> I'm scared that if I tell it that it's winter time, it'll like come alive and, and try to like make it be winter time. And like, well, mine's not doing that. And it's right next to me. So I, I think you have a good chance of it. Not it, I don't think it not has doing voice that. Stuff. It's not going to like grow legs and stuff and be like winter time and like no. march around my apartment and make me do stuff. Okay, so this is I had I was just going to talk about like the controller I have that's a pro (laughs) controller for the Wii or something, but this is this is what I'd like to propose. Yes. Brave little toaster style movie where the Wii is the protagonist. Yes, 
I'm I'm buying it. I'm seeing it. I have it on Blu-ray already. Let's do it. I'm great, in- great corporate synergy too. You know, just a whole mm-hmm. movie promoting Nintendo product. Well, awesome. and great synergy in here. Another another video game movie to support Nick's Patreon podcast. Really great yeah. synergy <laughs> in here, guys. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> we're only going to talk about bad movies on that podcast. Wink. This will obviously be a, uh, an <laughs> Oscar winners yeah. fucking cinematic pantheon right yeah. okay so i guess this this movie idea won't be discussed on the next show um, i'm seeing keanu oh what? i'm seeing keanu i'm seeing julianne moore as a part <gasps> of this oh as yes. voices yeah voices and or i could see it being kind of like a smurfs kind of thing where it's partially animated partially live action okay Those you're movies right. are always such an incredible caliber of film. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, and this was an idea I was going to steal from you. Maybe the Wii goes on a world tour. Love mm. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I Kids got, will love it. Adults will love it. I got a character pitch. It's uh, the Wiimote hooked up to a nunchuck and they're binded together, but they're the, they're two unique personalities. You yeah. Know? you get a Steve Martin, a Martin short or go crazy with it. You know, a wrestlers, John Cena and uh, the uh, Lucas brothers, maybe that the Lucas and then brothers. this, this scene, I don't. Okay. So, well, for what I'm about to propose, it can't be the Lucas brothers. Cause I'm proposing that when they get connected, it's a sex scene. So okay, no. I like, <laughs> oh, I like that. This is okay. But I would, I would Turning love to hear, party. <laughs> I would love to hear Dwayne the Rock Johnson and John Cena have a little intimate moment. Okay. Best boy sisters. This is it. We're, this is it. Okay. <laughs> I like this. I love. In fact, I love this. Okay. Um, Somebody get a studio exec listening to this podcast. I expect a call in the morning. Right. I mean, after this gets posted. Maybe you talk to the the showrunner of Game of Thrones. Maybe they get to help us out a little bit. Yes, I will drop them a line. I'll be like, hey, don't get your pinball hopes up for this one because this is going to be top tier. And if you have, of course, an industry hookup like that, hashtag reactivators. Well, okay. My yeah. dear friend, the creator of Game of Thrones, will be listening to this. <laughs> um, disgusting. Um, uh, I love this, and I love I love that the Wii is really bringing us together. Um, just as it did in the past. Just as it did it's in the so past, and the I don't future. think that I don't think that it it sucks as a console and that's and that's it for uh winter time this week uh what an enlightening winter time it's been yeah mm-hmm. i'd say so it was a real brainstorm mm-hmm. we learned a lot we're coming into the new year strong and uh with that we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with our game of the week yay If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. Undertale is a 2D role-playing video game developed by Toby Fox. Players control a young child who falls into a subterranean realm inhabited by monsters. 
characters along the way encountering unique characters and learning about a world still affected by magic players are often engaged in combat by monsters and must face them in bullet hell scenarios where they are asked to dodge out of the way of attacks or attacks and they can do different things they can make choices like flirting lots of flirting always flirting with every monster in order to end combat um <laughs> that's what you need to do uh throughout the game players can kill or spell spare monsters uh decisions that influence the story and character interactions that follow undertale was designed almost exclusively by developer toby fox who programmed scripted and even composed music for the game um all the music he did all of it and it's a great soundtrack uh the game was inspired by rpgs like the mario and luigi series as well as mother and even the tv show mr bean uh an independent game released in 2015 undertale immediately established itself as a cult video game received critical acclaim for its characters combat system and nuanced writing with many calling it one of the best games of the year by 2018 it had sold over three and a half million copies on steam and it's amassed a substantial fan base meredith i understand this is one of your favorite games well this is one of the only rpgs that i've ever played i'm very late to gaming as a child i was very exposed to video games but because my brother was so good at them i would easily get frustrated because especially with rpgs i would ask him what to do um because i didn't have like a reddit at my disposal and he would be, he would give this fucking annoying ass answer and be like, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, literally yeah, that. eat shit, dude. Ah, uh, to be um, an older brother. <laughs> I know, seriously. So this is one of the only RPGs I've ever played. I did really enjoy it. I loved the writing. Yeah. I obviously love comedy. I'm an improviser. So good comedy. It, it is t- tends to win me over. And um, yeah, I've just obviously never even seen a game like this before. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it on my on my first playthrough. And I, you guys, I haven't beat the game. That's okay. Hey, I, me either. Well, how, how me hard either. You okay, 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 okay. We're all in agreement. So we, I really tried. <laughs> here's what I'll say. I got to the the final like king Ascor or whatever mm-hmm. battle, but I was in the version of the game where I had killed monsters along the way, like quite oh. a few of them. My go-to was like to kill monsters because I was like, didn't really understand how it would have a bearing on the game in total. And then you get to the end and I've killed all these monsters and it's like your LV, which is like level usually, it's like, yes. it's your love points. It's like level of violence. And then you're uh-huh. your EXP, your experience, whatever. It's like however many kill- people you've killed or whatever. And it's like, all the people in this game. I think I even killed Toriel when I played it the first time. Oh my gosh, the sweet I, uh, I, motherly I figure. Yes, I couldn't figure out how to get past her. Yeah, and instead of looking it up, I just killed her. That um, she does fight you early in the game. This uh, cow woman takes you in. She's yeah. kind of dressed like a a priestess. Nick. <laughs> no, it's it's a woman who looks like a cow. No, <laughs> she is a cow. Oh, this no. old this old heifer. um and she blocks your exit and it challenges you to combat but i mentioned this bullet hell thing i kind of had to look that up it's basically where um you've played games like this at the arcade i'm sure for the listener you are a little thing on a screen and there's stuff coming at you from every direction almost all the time so sometimes it starts slow but you can be attacked from anywhere from your little 
point on the right. screen. Right. So I made it to the end, realized that I had been like murdering all these people. Cause in a video game, when you fight monsters, they're monsters. They're yeah. absolutely bad guys. In this game, when you when you beat monsters, it seems like okay, whatever, and beating monsters, and you get to the end, it's like these are all like souls that you took. You're a violent criminal. And you know what I did? I restarted the game. Whoa! I restarted. I felt so bad. <laughs> Because you get to the end and you're in the king's house and I had killed Toriel. And you get to the end, the king's house, come to find out Toriel is like the king's husband or wife or daughter or something. And I'm like going through the house. The king's like, cow. Yeah, the king's cow. King's old heifer. King, also a cow. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. I killed this person. So I was like, I'm going to try to play the game through the like pacifist route and not kill any monsters. I restarted it. I got all the way through it back up to the spider battle in Hotland and I couldn't get past it. Wow. That is, you, that's an amazing story. It was hard. Well, you're, yeah. Well, you're left with, you don't. Okay. So when you start the game, you have like 20 health points possible. Yeah. And as you kill monsters, your health points, like your total increases. But since I didn't kill any monsters, I was fighting this like really hard boss with only tw- 20 health points. Okay, yeah, that's that's where I'm starting to get stuck is some of these boss battles are genuinely hard with no health points. I didn't realize that um, killing them increases it. But of course it does. It does like a normal game. It does, game. but then at, when you get to the end, they're like, you're a horrible, evil person because you killed all these little animals. I even killed in my first run through, I even killed a Temmie. Temmie is like this little dog who's like an idiot. And <laughs> you can go to this little store in the Temmie village and they're like, We'll buy shitty stuff from you for like hundreds and hundreds of gold. And you like, killed him? Yeah, I killed one of them. I didn't know how to get past him. And then I got to doing the thing where I just would Google every time how to spare every monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and you go to this little col- this little town and Temmie like wants to buy stuff from you. And one of the options on the buy menu is like 5,000 gold. And for reference, things in this game are usually like 25 gold. Uh-huh. For like 5,000 gold, you can send Temmie to college. <laughs> <laughs> you can send him to college yeah and it's like this little dog who's like hi i'm temmy uh that's so funny um boy i should have spoiler tagged this and i Ooh. totally forgot to yep so sorry we, guys we gotta add that uh after the break spoiler warning for undertale uh, yes very much spoiler <laughs> i think it's pretty clear just by the episode descriptions that we will be just the fact that we're covering the game means that it's kind of a spoiler yeah i spoiled the hell out of katamari damacy last year (laughs) yes and there's so much to spoil (laughs) this this is a game there genuinely is a lot to spoil i would hate to ruin there is it's um, like a storyline game that's Um, okay and i think i think that's the risk you run from this let point on, full spoilers. Don't listen anymore. Let the listeners be like me and play the whole game through and kill everyone and then get to the end and feel horrible and have to restart the game. Don't make the mistake I did of almost beating it and then starting over. <laughs> how, how long is this game? It's not supposed to be that long. My brother, when he gave it to me, he was like, you should be able to complete this in a few days. Hmm. And like, I... if, you ki- if you kill some of the monsters, it really is not that hard. Like when I restarted it, I made it all the way almost to the final boss in like a couple of afternoons. I read six hours to beat one playthrough 20 hours if you're a completionist, but I got to tell you, I put more than six in or closing in on it at least. And I don't think I'm near the end. 
Um, but I, I tend to lean more completionist. If there's an alternate path, I will always choose that, that kind of stuff. So um, there's like three paths yeah, apparently in this game. Yeah, there's like the pacifist path where you don't kill anybody at neutral path, which I'm not sure exactly what that means. I think you kill off. some people, but you spare people too. Yeah, and it's also kicked off by some choice that you make at the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the genocide path, which is, I guess is what I was on before, where I was mm-hmm. killing everybody that I encountered almost. Um, I, and then, yeah, I got to the end of the king and I was like, oh, I don't even know if I can beat this guy. Yeah. I, I've i never made it that far. I, I, so this is my frustration with the game is I don't know what the hell's going on. It looks cool. It's fun. The, I played it. I, I somehow got past a ghost without killing it. Okay. Yeah. I know the ghost. It just wants to lay the down on the ground. Look. He just yeah. wants to yeah. lay down. And I can't remember what I did before, but I passed him before. And somehow, it, like, whatever, didn't save. He, like, came back and, like, helped me somehow. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know he, what you're talking he, about. he comes back. So you, like, at the beginning, I think when you first enter the ruins or exit the ruins or whatever he's there and then again if you're in the waterfall area and you fight the dummy he'll come back and help you yeah which was like cool and i was playing it just earlier today and i was like i don't know what i did to like it was like am i supposed to flirt with this guy am i supposed to flirt with the ghost i don't know what to do and nothing i was doing worked so i was like i guess i just kill him and then he and then and it's like well, uh, I was, I'm actually a ghost and, you know, you, you tried to kill me and, you know, we, I don't actually die. Uh, minus one experience point. <laughs> what is happening? So, so like, yeah, please. Sorry. Go ahead, Nick. There, there's something to be mentioned there. Um, what Tyler's saying, but what is confusing about it for the listener is you, you see almost like in a Pokemon game, you see the enemy pop up and then you have different options you can choose. And I think it's attack um act mm-hmm. item and spare, spare. or mercy it's mercy and yeah. so attack mm-hmm. is the number one option i think most people would probably just do that and then maybe learn about the others later but where it gets fun and interesting is in the act category there will be different options depending on the enemy encounter so a lot of ones that pop up are compliment insult flirt sometimes uh someone will come up and is joking with you you can joke back or you can listen to their joke my favorite one so far is you there's a cute little dog it's the dog you're talking about right Timmy, yeah, yeah. Timmy? Um, temmy t-e-m-m-i-e temmy. yeah um, maybe it was uh, the villain lesser dog, <laughs> but um, if you act, it's like you can check its stats and then there's five options that just say pet. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> lesser that, dog, I think. <laughs> that, and that cracked me up so much. It's so funny and cute when you fight. It, that is, this is Temi, um, one of his attacks in this little bullet hell screen. And instead of a bunch of things coming at you, it's just a little dog with the bone in its mouth jumping. Yeah. It's really clever. It's a fun take on old games of this type and synthesizing it into something new and playing with expectations. Was I I supposed to try and fuck that ghost? (laughs) I don't think you fuck anyone in this game, but I will say there are certified gay characters in this game. Okay. Yes. When you get to the did any did any of you guys get to hotland the area after waterfall i must not be near six so it's it's um i was shocked by how little i had played when i checked on my like switch profile i was like (laughs) it's only that much holy shit i feel like i've been doing this forever um Mm -hmm. 
once you get to Hotland, there is like uh, a, a little like dinosaur kind of like scientist that you meet. I think it's like Alphys or something. Oh yeah, and, referenced early on. Yeah, and she is clearly labeled as she by other characters. And it's like, she has a crush on Undyne, who's also a woman. A she. The yeah. like fish knight lady the fish knight <laughs> um yeah so it's 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 like stated that she has a crush on undyne and then it's implied that she has a crush on metaton who is like um a robot who i guess is male because everybody refers to metaton as he so i'm like okay she's bisexual she's queer we love it we're here for mm-hmm. her she implies <laughs> that she has a, a crush on the protagonist which is your little character who throughout the entire game is referred to as they them mm-hmm. and is dressed kind of like androgynously yeah um, Good, but good I was like, spot. okay, we have like some certified gay girls up in here. And then mm-hmm. also in Hotland, when you're trying to get to the King's Castle, you, you come across these two royal guards. And they're like big, beefy royal guards. And they're both men, but they talk like valley girls. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, great. oh my God, like it's so scary around here. We should get you somewhere safe. Wait, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I actually just heard that you're a human. Like what the heck? <laughs> you're like these two big buff guys. And then when you fight them, you like one of them you kind of polish some dust off his armor and then it gets too hot and he takes his armor off and he's like shirtless and then you whisper to the other one to reveal their feelings and it's like they have a crush on each other and that's how you spare them i you make them realize their feelings for each other that's very sweet first off i have to say um a lot of games try to be funny. I found this game genuinely funny. It is. Uh, it is. And it, in all kinds of unique ways, not just dialogue, um, the save icons, there are these little stars that flash and there's always something in the world um, that fills you with determination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wording every time. The specific about what's happening is different. Yeah. But that just, I, I thought that was so funny. And the first one is you see... Um, a piece of cheese on a plate next to a mouse hole. And it's yes. like the idea of the mouse will sometime, someday get the cheese fills you with determination. determination. Yeah. But then the next one was a, uh, a plate of spaghetti that's frozen to a table and a mouse hole. And it says some, it said uh, knowing that the mouse might one day find a way to heat the spaghetti fills you with determination. <laughs> I thought that was so funny and unique. Um, I really, really loved it. Then the next yeah. one was a piece of cheeses in a crystal. It was like, now also find a way to break the crystal. I don't know. It didn't yeah. feel like a proper heighten. It's not. <laughs> Give them notes, Nick. Um, it's not always a piece of cheese as you get further into the game. Sometimes it's just the star by itself, but it does does always say something weird. It's like, yes. um, uh, this, the, the odor of this room reminds you of your elementary school lunchroom. It fills you with determination. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and yeah, I love the, the two skeleton brother t- uh, characters that you meet at the beginning. Sans, Sans and Papyrus. Named I did after not. the fonts, which their dialogue is written in. Yep. You got it. I, I, I felt silly. It took me too long to realize that was what was happening. <laughs> I have a friend named Sanyam and it's spelled S-A-N-Y-A-M and I will sometimes call him Sans. And so it took me a long time to realize that too. And then when I met Papyrus, I was like, eh, I got it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, Tyler, full disclosure, how far did you get in this game? Not very far. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to like the snowy area? No, Tyler, that's like the first twenty minutes of game. <laughs> no, I think I have. I think I. I think I have snowed in. 
I think yeah, he must have gotten there to get area. into the sewer. I oh yeah, I was you so have, mad you about Snowden before you get to waterfall. I was so mad about this ghost where I was like, I knew I know this went another way for me before. I don't know why it didn't save. Just Google, babe. Google's your best friend because that's the only way I figured out how to spare all these these monsters. Is I had to go on Google and be like how to spare so and so, how to spare so and so, and it's like all these different ways. And sometimes if you do a certain action on a certain monster the next time you're in like the bullet hell there will be green icons that fly around and if you run into the green ones that unlocks the spare option right. i i like i like that i love that you love this because like as someone who because i also got into rpgs pretty late in life in my life um and I started my first real one, I think was Earth, like besides like a Pokemon one was Earthbound Mother. What you know, what Nick said in his thing. And in the US, it's it's Earthbound, which is equally as like silly and goofy. And I feel yeah. like I sort of I I latched onto it and I I sort of I didn't fully understand how to play the game, but I kind of did because it's also there's weird things in that as well. But this one's I I like I I saw like I, I could tell there were things I was supposed to do and I was like I don't have the patience for it because I can't do it again. Yeah. I felt very much that way playing this game when I got to the spider battle trying to do the pacifist route mm. and I could not get past it. Yeah. I you guys before I played this game I thought it was ridiculous that somebody mm-hmm. would throw a controller across the room, <laughs> put a hole in the drywall. And then I played this game. Yeah. And Nick, you're saying one of my favorite games. And I'll have to tell you, that is my default. I, I don't <laughs> favorite many games. I do like this game. I do really love the writing of this game. I, I do find the gameplay a little bit tedious. I'm not going to lie. I could see I, that. I would be curious to play Earthbound. Um, I think you'd like it. Yeah. So I do really like this game. I think it's charming. I think it's cute. Uh, Getting to the end of it, though, when I was, I guess, on the genocide route, but didn't know it. God, what a guilt trip. You literally (laughs) get to the end. It's like, you're genocidal. And it's like, what? I'm playing a video game. I would have been bummed as well. well, I'm glad I know now. (laughs) This um, I only knew because uh, my friend Ryan, who was on our Trouble in Terrorist Town episode, he was my first roommate out here big computer gamer and i watched over his shoulder as he played a significant amount of this i still i didn't really know the characters but i remembered two things one was that he killed everybody and when you start the game over then you get the consequences of it uh i think you get plenty in game too but the characters are designed to actually remember what you do on next subsequent playthroughs it's so geniusly designed but he felt terrible and he mentioned there's oh there's a pacifist run i didn't do it i didn't know about it and so now that i knew that um when i hear that's an option in games i will almost always do it because i know it's going to be hard but that's like the good ending or whatever um and it's so actually hard (laughs) apparently now that I've gone through and done like the genocide route, which it sounds so insane to even say that. Um, mm-hmm. 
got to the end, realized what I had done basically, and went back to the beginning, I guess it does affect my gameplay. Like I can't have a true pacifist route. I think when I get to oh. the end, I'll get like the neutral ending. I don't think I can ever get the pacifist right route now that I've done a playthrough where I killed everyone. That mm. is crazy. So I think now if I made it to the end, which I have no fucking clue how I would, because I'm doing this, I'm stuck on this spider battle, which is hard. And when I played it, like when I was fighting people, it was hard, but I was able to do it. I genuinely don't know if I could do it. I think it would take me a really long time to get through it. And there's an even harder like boss between that one and the final one. So I don't, mm. I have no idea how I would do that. Cause the, the next boss, the Metaton fight is so fucking hard. I don't know how I would do that with 20 HP. Yeah. Uh, yeah have y'all downloaded the extra chapter? Delta rune. Oh. Yeah. I have not. I think it's free. Um, I'm intrigued by that. Delta Rune, of course, an anagram of Undertale. Um, oh. but comes up in the game. I I didn't I still don't really know anything about that DLC, but when I saw that pop up, I thought, hey, that's that other thing. It must be this connected thing. I believe it's um, free on the uh, uh the e-, e store, I believe. So nice. But yeah, this definitely has me wanting to play more. I don't know if I would play as classic of RPGs where it's the animation is like this because it's I, I don't mind it, but I do get I just get, I get bored of looking at it, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, it's this game actually received some criticism for the visuals. I'll say that. The first, the first RPG I ever played was Breath of the Wild. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like oh, wow. spoiled forever on scenery. Um, but I would, I, I, you guys, I've never played a Pokemon game. <gasps> Pokemon's Ooh. fun. And I think I would really love it. And I read that there is like kind of a more, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but a semi kind of open world Pokemon game coming out in January. Is that correct? Oh yeah, RCS. there is. Mm-hmm. It sort of looks like it's inspired by Breath of the Wild. So if I play one Pokemon game before I play that one, what should it be? I My personal recommendation, Tyler, you may agree. I'm thinking the new Diamond and Pearl games because they capture the heart of the original games the way they used to be played, but with an updated graphics. It's not full 3D, but you get the true classic Pokemon experience, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's right. Is How are they different? I mean, some people have criticized them from being not that different uh, from the old ones, but... The new ones, like Sword and Shield, which was the first Switch exclusive, uh, I think, um, it, it deviated so much and got so kiddy that a lot of people kind of turned on it. This is Wait, so this is a little less handholdy. Is Diamond and Pearl separate games, or is it like one game? Yeah, the separate. Yeah. So any Pokemon game, there's there's uh, there are two versions. One one will have different Pokemon than the other one. They will have oh, exclusive okay. Pokemon. Uh, so it, I think the idea at the beginning, you have, you've heard like red and blue version. Those were the, the yeah. first ones in the U.S., whatever. Um, those are so you you can play with other people. You need to like interact with other people to complete the game oh, uh, like 100 percent at least if you want to so collect should, them all. Yeah. So I should ask my brother which one he has and get the other one. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that fun? That'd be fun. My brother has COVID right now, so he's probably oh, no. Yeah, I guess he can't. he's okay. Yeah. Can't buy he's video okay. games. Shout out. He's vaxxed. Yeah. He's got mild symptoms, but yeah, he's quarantining. He's. I, yeah. I won't be able to see him for Christmas, which is a bummer. That, bummer. That sucks. But maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do a little online game and together. Yeah. Yeah. 
we got to talk about the flirting aspect of this game because <laughs> I was obsessed with that. Every it. time it was an option, I would do it. <laughs> I love it. It, um, it is usually not the right action to take to make the <laughs> monsters, like to be able to spare the monsters, but it is incredibly funny. And it's throughout the game, there is an element of so-and-so has a crush on so-and-so. Yes. Papyrus, one of the first like kind of villains that you meet. Um, if you are nice to him, he will ask you on a date and he will invite you to his house and try to make you spaghetti. Yes, Whoa. I did it. I did it. I went yeah, I did that Papyrus too. the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good time. He revealed at the end he didn't have feelings for me and kind of ran off. It was <laughs> embarrassing for well, he's him. Got a, he's got a big crush on Undyne. Like all the characters in this game have crushes on each other, which is very funny to me. Uh, so I loved flirting with things. Something that stuck with me that wasn't quite flirt was there was a uh, a muscular horse genie. I don't know how to describe him. His, and his name is Aaron. Yes, Aaron. His name is just Aaron. Top, I mean, it's more like top third horse. Uh, yeah. Past the hooves, but then it's like human and abs and then a genie tail like robin williams aladdin genie i always interpret it as mermaid tail so oh mermaid interesting. tail interesting to see how we interpret but i think you're right it is more robin williams genie uh but you flex against him and if you flex enough then he just flies away <laughs> yeah he'll because every time you flex he flexes too and then eventually he flexes so hard that he flexes himself out of the room <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i've been there yeah i love that you can i love that it always gives you the option to flirt with the monsters i love that it almost never is helpful (laughs) (laughs) and i i wish though that it would tell you what kind of things you're saying when you flirt i think it's like you tell so and so they look nice or something is usually like the dialogue that it gives you and i'm like i wish that i could give more specific flirtation i so toriel the um the cow wizardess uh yeah. she um is this early motherly figure and she gives you a cell phone at the beginning of the game and you can call and there's some different options and one is can i call you mom which i did and then there's another one for flirting so i did that and i think she said um you don't want to flirt with me or yeah. something <laughs> knock it off she said <laughs> uh, she said uh hit the bricks you creep mm-hmm Another theme alongside everyone having crushes is that everyone has insecurities. I find that such a heartwarming thing. It's so funny. And Toriel's another good example right from the start where she asks you what your favorite flavor is, cinnamon or butterscotch. And I'm pretty sure whatever you press, I press butterscotch. She's like, uh, she says, okay, great. And hangs up and then calls you back a second later. And it's like, but you know, you don't hate cinnamon, right? Like if cinnamon was in something, you'd be okay with it. And then you get served the dish by her um, in a scene later. Cinnamon and butterscotch. Yeah. Yeah. That that stuff cracks me up. And all these characters, uh, skeletons, papyrus in particular, he's like, I need to be the best. And you think I'm the best, right? The the lengths they will go to these characters to talk in conversations that are not about the plot is such a refreshing thing in writing for a game. Completely. Like you get I to agree. know about them. When you get to the end, the uh, laboratory lizard, gay, pansexual laboratory lizard, 
not even gay because she's literally like into you and she's into a fish and she's into a robot very pan pan vibes <laughs> um you get there and she gives you her phone number and then you're walking you're just literally walking through hotland like through the corridors and stuff and you keep getting like social media status updates from this character and they're all about she's like live posting about this show she's, she's watching called Mew Mew Kitty 2 mm. and all the updates are like the character development this season is trash <laughs> and it's like I can't believe they can't and then she'll she'll like su- I'm calling them tweets she'll like subtweet about the protagonist she'll be like oh this dumb human who can't figure out this puzzle but I hate talking on the phone lol <laughs> it's like I should probably call them Laval gotta finish this popcorn first uh that's i love it great sense of humor. was yeah, there anything else you wanted to talk about about undertale about the game mm-hmm. i love temi i love sans um oh okay you guys didn't make it to this point in the game but when you get to the there's like three main lands there's like snowden waterfall and hotland and when you get to hotland you can take like a boat to transport you back to the previous two lands if you want to go to like the shops there or whatever for whatever reason and when you take the boat from Hotland to one of these places, it's just like a normal little boat that kind of goes down the river with like this hooded figure who's steering it. And then when you come back, the boat stands up out of the water and is a dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it like runs and has a little dog face. Very cute. That's very funny. That's like that you see a suit of armor, you see a dog and then it gets out of the snow and it's revealed to be a giant suit of armor. Yes, yes. Very that. There's also a point when you get to Waterfall you're traveling around where you get to this little like gap and there's no bridge and there's just a little yellow bird there and you have to let the bird carry you across and it takes like 10 seconds it takes <laughs> so long <laughs> well meredith it sounds like you're a huge fan of undertale <laughs> <laughs> but i am i am partial to it well have you ever been inside undertale <gasps> no i surely have never Oh, interesting. Surely have never. We thought you'd say that. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> well, remember that thing we did last year, New Year's last year? Yep. Yeah. Do you still have the reactivator? It's, it's in the closet collecting dust next to the Wii. No! <laughs> <laughs> we want you to get them both out right now. All right. Hold on a second. Blowing the dust off them. Mm-hmm. All right, they look like they're in working order. Um, There's so much dust, Meredith. I know. I gotta clean more. My house is a mess, you guys. You dust the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I know both you boys are dusting those closets, so I gotta get my closet dusting game up to snuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was uh, they, we forgot to mention that was our other resolution last year. <laughs> Uh, that's right and we did it every single day <laughs> hey uh let's plug our reactivators in and go into undertale oh boy can't wait to get to college um uh you know what I'll splurge. Uh, I'll buy that, this, and that for as much as you want. Taking the boat to Hotland. What? Did you just offer me 
that much I, you said i could pick the price mm-hmm. i'm just a cashier here i could be really unethical and charge you a lot of money that's all right you know i, I just i'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about college. I'm just thinking about learning. Hey, did you hear me singing before? Yeah, you really shoehorned that in. What what, what was it? Yeah, I was singing this song, Taking the Boat to Hotland. It's kind of an original composition. I'm trying to pitch it to the ferry company. Okay. Um, But was it good? Okay, you want me to buy it? Is that what you're? That what I just, you're I just, I'll, I'll, I'll finish your transaction. I promise. But was that a good song? Did I do good? I mean, as an a nice little doggy like me, I'd say, absolutely. <sighs> okay, um, candy bars. Yeah, my so personal this- taste. What? If I could be honest, my my personal taste. Yeah, not really my style. Sound a little bit. Uh, like no, we, we we cut to um college bound Temmy walking down the uh wa- walking through the field on the way to college. Walking through the field on the way to college. I will fight you. I'm uh <clears throat> me. I'm I'm new here and I'm very confused and it seems like I can't get where I need to go. And you seem nice enough, but I, I probably have to kill you. You probably have to kill me. Well, I was just strolling around singing my song in the taste that I like, not Metallica. Well, you know, hate on them all you want, but their pinball machine is great. And that's neither that. here nor <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I I I I I are you, are you gonna let me through or do I have to kill you? Well, I'd rather you not kill me. You see, I'm starting college today. Well, what if, what if, uh, what if I, what if I told you that uh, that's you've got a pretty sexy haircut? Your haircut looks sexy oh. on you. Me, but I'm just a silly old dog. You're you flirting with me? The compliment fills <laughs> Timmy with determination. <laughs> <laughs> that depends. Is it working? Um. I, you know, I, I hate to talk about my determination meter, but it's going up. Uh, what if I, what if I, uh, what if I, um, what if I, what if I make my muscles so big? Okay. Zines right. here. Zines here. I've got college zines. Zines start flying around trying to hit Tyler. Oh, oh no. It's they keep they cut him <laughs> oh oh, oh, ouch ouch I can't, I can't i can't help you i think i was supposed to kill you but the zines killed you instead oh yo this spirit uh, leaves his body uh, well he's okay. a ghost now uh, go on though uh ghost standing in front a nurse okay. runs up just starts working on a dead body Okay, nurse, can you see uh, the ghost? Don't worry oh, about yeah. that. Oh, I see the ghost. What you want to fight? You want to fight me? Or hey, ghost, do you want to fight this nurse, or can you go back in the body if she fixes it? Well, I was hoping to get more flirted, uh, if if that's all right. Uh, uh, hey, your but... hey, your your lips are looking pouty. Ooh. I mean, oh, the... I'll flirt with this ghost. 
I don't know if I want that. I don't know if that's welcome. But what if she doesn't want me back? What if the little dog ghost doesn't like me? Hey, nurse, nurse. Yeah. Quit psyching yourself out, girlfriend. Okay. (sighs) You're gorge. You're not, you, there, you haven't done anything for anybody to call you a genocidal freak. So you should just keep on rocking with it and, you know, doing your thing. Uh, don't worry about killing Tammy. I guess I technically did that. I probably beckoned your zines. No, um, you're not the zines guy. You're the nurse guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the blush is leaving my cheeks. Could oh, I Tammy, have- those are Tammy. Your wispy wang is so <laughs> white. Determination meter goes up. Oh, isn't that better, Timmy? Now you're all ready for ghost college. <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna be ready for ghost college. Way better than Brentanic. I'm gonna go to ghost college here. That too, Timmy at a college party at a bar. Oh boy, these drinks here are so cheap, dude. Yeah, it's you know I'd pay more for them if I could, but what? I love it. You're pretty cool, dude. You'd spend more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to finally be in college. I gotta tell hey. you, see, oh, oh yeah, a corporeal college boy. That beer will be four gold. Oh, six six. <laughs> You'll make it six. Make it six. Ghost of Temmy, you drive a hard bargain, but just for you, ten gold. Deal. What Watch out! If you keep doing that, someone could pull something unethical on you, bro. Well, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. I, uh, I've already been killed at, at college. Uh, you know, I'm I. I don't think this would be the worst thing to happen to me. Believe me, dude, it will happen. It will happen. Hey, 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 uh, William. Yeah, what's up, dude? Quick sidebar, bro. I heard the only way to get anywhere with Ghost of Temmie is to flirt like crazy. Oh, I've been trying to show off. Okay, here I go. Lay on thick. Hey, uh, uh, do you got any mints? Excuse me? Oh, I asked the wrong person. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. What the fuck, dude? Oh, hey, don't. William, uh, no. That Aaron is going to beat the shit out of you, William. Check oh, out this. No. Flex. Oh, his muscles are filling up the room. Oh, I can't escape. Oh, no. Did I do that? I'm going to flex myself out of the room. Uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, Ghost of Tammy. Yes. Um, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you remember me, but I was your orientation leader. My name is Toriel. Oh, hi, Toriel. Um, I just want to let you know that I'm still, I'm just like really looking out for you. And if you ever need to call me, here's my cell phone number. And if you ever want baked treats, tell me what flavor you want in the head of time. Cause I, 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 I live to please. Okay. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you so much. I've never, I, you, I, I've, I've never had a cell phone before. This could be fun. 
Well, I can make you any flavor of Temi flakes that you want. I can make them flake flavored. I can make them not flake flavored. Oh, wow. I love all these choices. <laughs> you know, uh, the flake, you said flake flavored? Yeah, yeah, I can make you flake flavored flakes. I can make you flake flavorless flakes. You know, I love a flake flavor. Uh, can I put you down for one flake flavor? Sure thing. And I'll, you know what I'm baking for you? I'm baking for you, but I'll, I don't worry about paying me anything. It's just for you, just because I love you. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Tammy's phone so rings. <clears throat> one sec. Hello. Taking hey. the boat to Hotland. Oh, you heard me singing. Oh, this is embarrassing. I was just calling to say I finally figured out how much to charge you for that candy bar. $10,000. Listen, you Metallica 11 B word. Uh-huh. Tell me, don't got time for this. Battery? I'm Ooh. sorry. Metallica 11 battery? Their, their song? No, you know what I mean by B word. Uh, boop. There's a call on the other line on Temmie's phone. Boop. Hold on one sec. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, Temmie. It's just me, uh, creator of Game of Thrones. Um, I was just wondering if you had any hot properties for me. Hmm. Well, now that you mention it, crosses his little ghost legs, <laughs> kicks back. I've been thinking about uh, these dancing peas. Okay, I'm listening. Imagine that. Great. What? Emmy's great pitch fills the Game of Thrones showrunner with determination. <laughs> Thanks, Temmy. I've never been so- my my determination meter is damn near busted. It's so full up. You know these ideas; they just come to me. Timmy, you're a visionary. You're a patron and a scholar. I couldn't love you more. And uh, just because I know you like it, your 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 tits look fantastic. You know what? No one's mentioned my tits once today, and I appreciate it. It's my first day at college. Nobody's mentioned my tits. I'm not. You know what? I'm Venmoing you ten million dollars. Make it twenty. You've got a deal, my friend. <laughs> Femi uh, kisses the phone. The kiss goes through <laughs> the Game of Thrones showrunner's phone and into his mouth. Femi, it went down the wrong pipe. Oh, oh no. I, do you want me to Venmo you more money? That'll be the only thing that helps. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess another 10 million on the way. I gotta go. Goodbye. We cut to the bouncers outside. This sucks. Dude, that was totally lame. The whole night? The whole night, dude. We've been waiting out here to bounce somebody. Nobody came by. Everybody's been so nice or a freaking ghost. (sighs) That ghost is pretty hot, though. Hey, Hey, it's me. Sans the skeleton. Okay, just give us your ID, please. Hey, uh, what's that over there? What, 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 what? 
oh, you thwarted my attempt to simply walk in. Yeah, we were just standing here. <laughs> totally got you. Um, uh, hey, you on the left, you, you've got, you got a stain on your shirt. What? Where, dude? It's all over the place. You look crazy. You better pop that sucker off. Oh, I'll, I'll get it. I start sucking on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, get that stain out. <laughs> I, I slip past while they're slipping. Uh, the, the bartender comes outside. You guys! There's a mm. sign that says no skeletons. Why tumbler a skeleton? A wisecracking skeleton just walking right through the front door. Well, do you want us to abide by uh, dress code or not? Why is his shirt covered in saliva? Because it used to be uh, way worse before. It was so bad. You guys are absolutely worthless. I'm firing you, and I'll do the bouncing myself, effective immediately. Head home for the night. All right, dude. All right, dude. And if you know what, if you guys aren't actually in love, then this none of this will have been worth it. So at least give it a shot. Go back to each other's house, have some spaghetti, see how it plays out. Hold up, there's a commercial on the TV, dude. I love this jingle. Taking the boat to hot land. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. did it. I'm on TV. Meredith Dillon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thank you so much, you guys, for having me. I had so much fun. It's always a pleasure. We'll see you next year for sure. This is our new tradition. I will absolutely uh, be seeing both of you before then. I see you guys probably once a week. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything you'd like to plug today? The thing I'd like to plug, I guess, is um, I'm playing with a couple of different teams around town. You can check Los us Angeles out. town. Yes, in Los Angeles. Improv um, playing. Improv. Yeah, I'm not just like doing pickup basketball and plugging <laughs> that. Um, improv teams. I've got uh, a wonderful all-women's team called Shag that we play. Uh, we're currently playing every Tuesday night at the Atwater Playhouse at 11 o'clock, but I think that might be changing soon. Hilarious. Um, uh, and then I'm also on Whistling Prince. We also play the Atwater Playhouse on Wednesday nights. My team, Free Puppies, is getting our slot back at the clubhouse every Wow, I remember Free Puppies. Yeah, every third Friday at 9.30, Free Puppies. Check it out. Um, oh, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Meredith Dillon, Twitter at TriskyBisky1. Perfect. Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and at Nick Costanza on Instagram. Tyler. Just those, huh? Uh, I'll wrap. I'll, I'm gonna go back to doing the reactivators one when I close out to show. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had as much to say in my last sentence, and I kind of like a little wrap up, so I'm gonna put that back there. Okay. Well, and this is 60- your chance, and you can go ahead. <laughs> up sixty nine Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow the Patreon at. Uh, super NPC radio where you find a bunch of other shows including another show we do called stereo chart which meredith has been on multiple Ooh. times uh also a recurring guest so fun uh you can follow that at stereo chart on instagram and twitter um and we've done a couple year-end uh, holiday gift guides that have been pretty fun so that's it from me 
You can follow the podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag Reactivators. You knew I was going to say it uh, for all your comments and concerns. Mostly comments, no concerns. We're doing great. Don't say concerns. We love to hear it. Uh, And thank you to our editor, Tyler Schnupp, for making this show slap. This has been another year of Reactivators. See you next time. I think you say year. See you next year. Thank you. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.